last time we sat in the cafe at Artichoke Music and recorded an episode of Coffee Shop Conversations was March 11th, nearly three months ago, although it feels like another century ago. Well, guess what? Even though Artichoke isn't fully open yet, here we are back in the cafe and six feet away from Artichoke CEO Bob Howard, who was full of news not only about Artichoke, but about the future of music in all the music venues in Oregon. And even though we're masked, we're here. When will it open? What will it be when it opens? What will anything be when anything opens? What will we be when anything opens? Bob may not have all the answers, but he has a lot of ideas, that's for sure. Well, this is the first episode of Coffee Shop Conversations in a long, long time without the parentheses not at Artichoke Music. This Welcome one has back, the Tom. parentheses back at Artichoke Music, which is where we are in the cafe. Hello, Bob. Welcome, Tom. I'm so glad to have you back. <laughs> it's so weird because we, we, I feel like we have to shout for these masks. Well, you know, we're six feet apart from each other, pal. Yeah, I mean, but you know, we're not six feet under. We're not six feet under, and we've. And I'll tell you one other thing: neither is Artichoke Community Music. All right, no shit. Uh, can you believe that? Well, yeah, I can believe that. Why? How? Because How? it's 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 an institution. It has a, a life of its own, and then you're running it. Well, I yeah, I think it's both of those things because yeah. you know it's been a. I mean, I never thought I would get to this point. And I'm saying that, you know, out of due respect, because, you know, all of us as independent venues in town have been working really hard. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah. And, you know, we all had a big hole to climb out of and we're still climbing. Yeah. And yeah. I'm still in the hole. I mean, it's just like I can open. But I mean, I have no idea. I think I would say I have a germ of an idea uh -huh. of how we're going to operate. But it's not going to be the same, Tom. Yeah, well, of course not. No, shit. I'm, no. And I never thought that, I mean, basically, I'm going to try to have to figure out how to make money by producing television shows. Right. Right. You know the funny thing? I had a Zoom call with my mom, and I shared that on Facebook today, uh -huh. you know, this morning at 6.30. And it was the first Zoom family meeting of the Howards, huh. um, you know, in France with my mother. And I was scared to death of that, you know, but all my mother could see, I mean, it was just, it was, I'd been Skyping with her. Uh -huh. I had, I had facilitated Skype meetings with my brother. And the fact is, is there's a big language barrier in my family between, <laughs> you know, between everybody but me and France, because none of the rest of them speak French. Oh, <laughs> so I have to be in the middle of everything. They just oh, can't pick up the phone and send her a photograph <laughs> or something like that. So I, it, I mean, is this Zoom thing started? Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, well, shit, I can, I can stage this. And so I, I did not know what the impact would be of seeing her whole family on one screen in a gallery. And I mean, it worked like a charm. I mean, she said, what, this back to television point, she said, it's nice to see you all on TV. <laughs> I, I mean, it was so great. Well, you know, look, I mean, I, I've, I've worked in public broadcasting for many, you know, uh, a, a large percentage of, the, of my years in, in broadcasting. And the key is funding credits. Right. Funding right. credits. Right. Well, I don't know what funding credits are. You're going to have to teach me because I'm in the television business now, it's, Tom. It's when you go to a company and say, we're a nonprofit. And if you if you, you you advertise on whatever whatever program you're running, 
uh, you know, we'll we'll credit you at the end, and then you get to write it off on your taxes. Well, isn't that great? Because I've been wondering what I was going to do with those. You know, as you put together and put up a show at the yeah. end, as you're kind of putting it right. on YouTube, right. there are those end screens that they're. Well, no, 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 no. The funding credits go at the top. Okay. Well, Always. I'm sure glad you're on board. It's so good to have you back because I need a coach, pal. You've been coaching me for the last year. The last year you've been coaching me, and I've been a, I think you would say I've been a willing cub. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But really, I mean, if you look at any any public broadcasting, the funding credit comes at the top. Yes, sir. Or or, or like at KMHD, there are there are breaks in in in, in, in my show, there are breaks in everybody's show at the 20 and 40. And that's where, you, that's where you run the funding credits. Well, I think we can get a few of those. Well, remember, we had Papa Murphy's Pizza as our sponsor until COVID. And, and I mean, I'm going to say. Remember where we ran it? Pardon me? Remember where we ran it? Yes. At the top. At the top. <laughs> Love at 425. That's right. Hey, Craig Cameron, are you listening? We want you back, buddy. Come on, Chris Kopp. We want you back, buddy. We're ready for you. You know, we got a spot for you. Thank you, Tom. Well, I think so. I mean, we've got some nice sponsors of this that we've had, and that's been through our partnership. You know, what we've done, I feel like we've been, you know, hand in hand, Tom, and it's just a pleasure to work with you. Yeah, me, it's more like hand to mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Well, I'm hoping I can handle that and help a little bit. You know, you were getting a piece of that I was, sponsorship, so I'm I'm very hopeful that we can bring this back, and I'm so glad that you're back. Well, it's, you know, it, it, it was not as much fun doing these on Skype, you know, or, or, or on the phone, right. you know, however I had to do it. Um, although, you know, the, considering who I was talking to, they were, I mean, you know, to spend a 45 minutes, you know, on, no matter what. What kind of device? Right. <laughs> With Storm Large well, is I mean, that, amazing. I love that. But, you know, look, there were Stephanie. Um, uh, Stephanie. Salvi. Uh, Salvi. Yeah, uh-huh. You had Terry Courier on there, and that yeah. was a great interview. Jim Brunberg's Brunberg. interview was yeah. just fabulous. We broke that. You know, the, the, what's the organization called? What? The, ve- the Venue Owners Association. Oh, the Independent Venue Coalition. Right. I we, mean, we, this we, is we my broke team. That, we broke that news. I mean, well, I think Willamette Week would like to claim that they broke that news. No, but we, but had that, you, we had that news two weeks before you had, they did. You had the scoop, and it was out yeah, there. Yeah. Well, and we love Willamette Week. We, you know, we'd love to have them be involved in our team in some well, way or yeah. something like that as a yeah. strategic partner. So, Mark, yeah. I'm inviting you right now to join us. Um, my line is open. <laughs> <laughs> He and I work out together at the Mac Club every, right? every other uh, Tuesdays and Thursday nights, uh, uh, or th- Tuesdays uh. and Thursdays at noon. Okay, so what's the what's the plan here? Okay, I mean, what's the plan? Uh, the, I got to look at my notes. Is that all right, Tom? Just yes. a little bit. I'm not yes. going to do this, but you know, basically, we are staging. We are preparing to open. I can't tell you what that date is because. I can't tell you when I will have employees fully trained to implement all the guidelines uh-huh. in the application oh, made yeah. by Multnomah County. This yeah, is a process. Yeah. We have never done anything like this. So what I'm promising, folks, is we are in planning now. We are preparing. The as, as We're sitting in the store and take a few pictures of this, Nora. But what we've got here, we've got everything you know, down to the ground. We are cleaning things, a deep clean from the bottom up you know, so that uh, we're, we're there and th- so that we are ready to you know, welcome people and make them feel comfortable that we are serious about public safety. And that's our one number one priority is to is public safety. And it is their comfort. They need to feel comfort to be in here. The Uh second thing that we're doing is that we are practicing what we think it's going to look like. So 
um, I, I did just put up on our website that, you know, to make it clear that actually we are open by appointment uh -huh. and you can call me for an appointment. Uh, you may have to wait a couple of days because, you know, we've got a lot in flight, but I will get back to you. But the point is I'm taking appointments. Yeah. And for, everybody for, for, that for enters, everybody that enters has their temperature taken. Yes. They have their, 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 the temperature recorded and their name for, for contract tracing. And we are wearing masks yeah. and practicing social distancing. So yeah. if I'm going to have somebody play a guitar, as much as I hate to do it, to put alcohol oh, yeah. on the strings of a guitar, for oh, God's boy. sakes, and wipe <laughs> it down with alcohol, I'm sorry, y'all. I just can't help it. You'll have to change the strings, and I tell you something else. I got strings. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, all y'all, you got to know that I'm going to wipe that down. And if, you know, I've, several of my guests have actually played the guitar quite well with gloves on. You know, if that's what they felt. And so I have a full supply of gloves that they can wear if they're playing an instrument. And we have, and it's, it's really by appointment. And I've had some of the best conversations with folks in those appointments talking uh -huh. about guitars and stuff like that. So we are practicing social distancing uh -huh. and safe practices, including something where, you know, you're ch exchanging something where we have both touched. We're wiping the instrument uh -huh. off uh -huh. before we pass it to each other. Yeah. And we, or, or we're wearing gloves when we do it. Right. And believe it or not, you can play a guitar with those kind of funny blue gloves on. I mean, and yeah. there are people that do it a lot better than me. I mean, it doesn't matter. They could, they could wear mittens and still sound right. good. You know, yeah. somebody like Chance Hayden can, you know, play guitar in his sleep. <laughs> yeah, uh, these goddamn masks. <laughs> I mean, I'm always fogging up my glasses, for God's sake. I know, sakes. I know. But you, you used to like them, didn't you? Well, that's the point. I mean, I've always wanted to wear a bandana, but there was no way that was in, uh, what do you call it? In fashion. Right. You know, that worked for me. When I was in, yeah. ho in college, everybody was wearing bandanas on their head, and it, I just right. didn't like that look. You know, and, but my favorite look was always, you know, on, on the cowboy westerns that I grew up. I wanted to wear a mask. I wanted to have it you, over my face. You wanted to rob a bank? I didn't want to rob a bank. I'm never, <laughs> it never even occurred to me. But my, one of my favorite movies is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Uh -huh. I don't know how many times I've said during this crisis to one of my sidekicks, <laughs> you just think, keep thinking, Nora. That's what you're good at. I mean, you know, that's the line. You just keep thinking, Butch. That's what you're good at. We are building a team of great sidekicks and you know they're going to kick my butt because they know a lot more about the music business than uh -huh. i do you know tom i'm a retired utility executive <laughs> i know you are yeah <laughs> i'm a corporate pinhead for god's sake so you know <laughs> anyway and i i'm so proud i mean soon we will be announcing and it's going to start emerging in um because i need a team to open this it's no i mean i can't count on volunteers to do this stuff anymore which are, is what our model was before are you ready to announce your new house manager you know yes i'm ready to announce okay, my new I mean, house. I'm just asking. lindsay feathers all right shepherd yeah yeah let's give her a big hand all right. welcome <laughs> lindsay my gosh she will announce the dream team because she is pulling together a team that will blow the socks off y'all and look I'm doing this because Jim Brunberg, I want you to know, I have found a way to spend, I'm, I'm going to get forgiven. And all the work that you've done, Jim, about you know, working with the flexibility of the Treasury Department rules and that we've just engaged, I'm not going in the hole you know, with my PPP money. Wow. That's my announcement. I can tell you that today. That's great. I think by the end of this week, I will just about spend it. But that's been my budget you know, for wow. the team. Huh. And Tom, the thing that's, you know, and I'm count I mean, I know with the team that we're doing, we're following that model. 
I mean, we are not quite the gathering place that we once were, which is the foundation of our mission, we, but we are a place where we can curate quality shows and uh -huh. we can do it in a broadcast way that involves our community. Uh -huh. And our community is growing. Yeah. You know, you saw one thing, if I can just add. You know, when we announced our second wave of online classes, uh -huh. I've, got, I've got one of the traditional Irish singers McDara Yates uh -huh. is a member of our faculty. It's a first for us. Wow. He's going to be broadcasting from Dublin, Ireland. Whoa. Yeah, check out our website. You can wow. sign up now. It's That's still great. there. It's a great deal. Wow. And you and he is is, you know, it's a like and I've and I've got Tom Neckville of Neckville Banjos uh -huh. doing an intro to banjo class. And, you know, God knows if he's gonna be doing it for Minnesota or Sisters. He's living in Sisters now. <laughs> and then, you know, also the the bluegrass associate. Um, Linda uh, Levitt is offering uh -huh. a class on, on, on bluegrass singing. And, you know, you know it's just great. And, and, but, and that's, having said that, I've got all of, all of our faculties on. I mean, Dan uh -huh. Compton's there, Adrian Martin's there, Tracy's, they're all killing it. In fact, you know, they're probably doing better because Dan at least had five students from other parts of the country participate in his class. Um, what I'm liking about Adrian and what was the most um, heartwarming conversation that we had is I talked to a, a woman who um, is wheelchair bound uh -huh. and she said, you know, this is so exciting for me. It's the first time I can participate in a class and she loves Adrian. And so, you know, we are able to fulfill our our commitment to provide equal access and as we do on our stage. And last February, you know, so it's just. I mean, I mean, how would we have learned this? I mean, and this is something we could have done before. Yeah. But, you know, out of the ashes rise the music. Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as you get the cafe set up, I want to I start doing video episodes of this thing again. Well, that, I was thinking the same thing, Tom. I think that what we do going forward, it doesn't take, you know, we can produce a decent quality right. but, and, and increment into it with just an iPad standing there and we can live stream it. I don't want to do that. I wanna, okay, I, okay, well, I, I know. Did, well, I you're the boss the on we that. I mean, I'm not going to tell you it was what so, to do. It was so good. Gary did such a great job. Well, I know. Well, Gary, well, but <laughs> Gary's a one-armed paper hanger. I mean, he and I, I it's been Gary Furlow, and here's a big shout out to Gary Furlow. Gary yeah. Furlow and I have produced everything that's happened yeah. online. Yeah. Um, and in fact, our YouTube page has just reached a, a level of monetization. I went from, I mean, for two years, my YouTube channel for Artichoke languished at seven followers. <laughs> seven. Yeah. And I had some good stuff up there. I had your coffee shop interview. Right. You know, with, um, with, the, with the gods of harps. Uh -huh. We had Kate and uh -huh. Steve's um, uh, first video. And, and well, you know, there all, were a lot all, of views all. of those things, but I had no subscribers. They just come and look and say, oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. And, and then didn't. Well, in the last month, I've gone from seven to one hundred and twenty. That's good. I'm on track for a thousand by that's the good. end of the year. That's good. And that's you hear that, y'all artichoke music on <laughs> YouTube. Um, it's 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 a it's a I'd say it's trending. It's not quite viral yet, Marv. You're the only one of my <laughs> friends that have achieved viral status with your great song, I Don't Sing Here Anymore, Marv. But, you know, so I don't know. And, and all of this is coming from this retired utility executive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do I know? Hey, hey, who is he talking to? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm happy, Tom. I'm so happy. Yeah. I feel yeah, like I'm yeah, at the... Yeah. I mean... I feel good. Now you got really low there for a while. I you? did. I was weighed in the trough. 
yeah. way in the trough. I could, I mean, you know, you know, you had no idea what the perception of people were. I mean, this was yeah. this was like an ask that I've never done. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm a, a competent fundraiser, you know, but, you know, and mostly what you're doing is you're blathering away about, you know, what you've done, right? You know, and I just, you know, we just shut down, right? Right. No, no ifs, ands, no, or you buts. You were one of the first, if I, not the I first. I believe I'd like to say I was the first, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I just... We were about to start a semester. I just signed up a hundred students for on, for on-site classes, yeah. and I just shut it down. And I was worried that you know, hell, they're going to ask me for a refund. They said, Bob, just keep it. Yeah, you know, wow. and and you know, so I was in. I, I mean, I went into that not knowing what was there, but only knowing it was the right thing to do. And um, then, I mean, and that was deep. And then, and then I had to figure out well, and and plan an ask. You know, this is what we're doing, and. I think you helped me write the first letter that I did oh, in the yeah. newsletter. You yeah. did help me yeah. with that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the challenge of that ask is, well, you know, most people aren't going to donate to a sinking ship. Right. And I couldn't right. tell them I wasn't going to sink. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I had just bought a bunch of merchandise, you know, for the store. Uh -huh. So, you know, on an operating basis through the first three months, I was in the hole. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a hole. You know, I, I mean, I was putting this merchant inventory and, you know, the best I could say is, well, maybe I can, you know, sell all the merch, you know, and pay off the loan, but I couldn't pay off the lease yeah. and the lease remaining yeah. on the balance. And I've got a great landlord was $120,000. And so what I was facing was, you know, under anybody's lease, if you can't pay the rent, they have the right to lock you out. Right. Right. Yeah. And so here's $180,000 of a studio that Gary Furlow has built yeah. that I, uh, that's at risk. And that was scarier than shit. And that's when yeah. I put the $7,500 number in there. Uh -huh. And do you believe it? When I put that $7,500 a number in there, I got an immediate call from somebody that had been on the stage, uh -huh. been on the stage that, you know, you have no idea where, where, where they come from. Yeah. And she said, I'm going to say it's a she. She said, how much is two months rent? <laughs> and I gave her the number. It was $10,000. Yeah. I had a check in the mail wow. a week later. Jeez. I mean, started looking up from there, Tom. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, but these yeah, are the people yeah. that love this place. Uh -huh. And, and uh -huh. they're not the people that are here every day, but it's across the country. And they don't, they rise to the occasion. And, you know, that started a little bit of a dump, but then I got really busy because I thought, well, darn. I mean, I filed two PPP applications uh -huh. um, during that time. And I know Jim Brunberg will tell you, we all were out there doing this, and it was just confusing as hell. I want to yeah. say confusing as shit, right. but it was confusing. It's not a hard calculation. Uh -huh. It was a simple calculation, but, but the getting in the queue with the banks was yeah. just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so managing that process, and then you'd be interrupted in a process. And of course, during this process, there, the banks were so busy, you couldn't call anybody. Yeah. You know, you just kind yeah. of, and, you know, you'd send a question and the two days, I mean, you'd get an answer and it was just kind of like stand by. Stand by. And yeah. it's kind of like what all these people, all are, I mean, I'm lucky because I'm retired. I'm on a, I have a pension. I have, you know, yeah. full benefits. I had a 35 year career and then, but my heart goes out to everybody that's trying to get their unemployment benefits right. out there. So right. it was no different from us as the venues trying to do that. And all of us were looking at that two, eight weeks for yeah. forgiveness of, yeah, yeah. of, of saying, well, how the hell is that going to help a venue? Right. Yeah. 
I, you're not letting me come back until a year from now, you right. know, eight weeks. Right. I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, hang on for dear life. And yeah. there's been some yeah. really crazy things, but I managed to get two people. I mean, I just, you know, you know, I mean, I, you know, it's like, Bob Dylan said, what's that? You know, uh, don't look twice or, you know, it's, it's all right or whatever. Somewhere there's a lyric in there. But I, I just said, you know, do it. If you're doing the right thing, the money will come. That's the first law of money written by a guy that was responsible. Part of the world, uh, whole earth catalog team. Stuart but, Brand? Stu- well, it wasn't Stuart Brand, but I think it's uh, Michael Phelps, okay. Phelps, who was on that team. But anyway, he bro- wrote a book, The Seven Laws of Money. So I, I uh-huh. went back to my economics degree and I said, okay, <laughs> do it if you're doing the right thing. And I, as Nora will know, I am a stickler for the books. And, and that's the second law of money. Money has rules. Yes. I mean, I had on, the, on my board for two years our banker, Gary Dodge, who's a great banker, and that's all he said every day. You know, you're doing fine, Bob. Keep, don't lose the money. Keep your hand <laughs> on the wheel. But anyway, so I just went, do it. I'm just going to get it, and I'll deal with it. If, if at the end of the day I got to pay off a loan, and the other part of it was so confusing is that, you know, they kept saying 25, 35, but that, you know, which included rent. So, I mean, I thought I had 25% of my rent covered, which, yeah. you know, that's, my dad used to say 10% of something is w- worth better than 100% of nothing. So, right. I mean, I got that. But then, you know, they jammed that rule down early in the process where they said, well, it's 25% of what you pay in W-2 wages. So if I oh. only had one person that I paid $1,000 in this two period, all I was going to get off my rent is $250. And I thought, well, shit, oh, this deal is looking pretty bad. And yeah. it was managed by, you know, an administration where all, none of us are all that happy with. I right. can assure you right. of that. Right. And so, right. I mean, I had, I was just thinking, well, I just have to suck it up. I'll take the money and I'll run, but with it, but I mean, because, you know, it just adds for a little bit of thing and, you know, it's, but, you know, so I, I, I got the point of all this, Tom, is this one thing. I got two PPE loans. I got one for artichoke uh-huh. and that came in the door on April 27th. So it's in the bank. I am pretty sure I'm going to spend it by June 27th, whether yeah. or not the rules are more flexible because I'm yeah. putting a team in place right. because we're looking to the future. We're not going to I mean, and, and they can manage their production team. This is not about the store. This is not about doing what we did. We're producing television uh-huh. going forward. That's our model that we're starting from. And, um, and then, so I, so I, but I wasn't thinking I was going to do that then. I had not come up with the strategy yet because I didn't know when we were going to open. But once, you know, the state started putting out the guidelines and putting the process for counties to apply, you know, the, the clarity of thought of where we were going became much more clear. Uh-huh. And, and, and. Um, and because, as you've observed, you know, Gary and I had been beavering away. We'd been producing a featured artist every week. Right. You know, our views on that. I mean, Andy Anderson last week in his week had over 300 views. Wow. And you compare. I mean, it's not I mean, he is a great artist, you know, but it is you and I both know how hard it is to market. But on his own YouTube channel, yeah. I mean, maybe he had 40 subscribers, uh-huh. you know, and, you know, 50 views, but we added 300 views to it. Same with Richard, um, 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 Richard and Cal, Richard's channel. We put, we, we did that thing from the last, um, the, the premiere of bringing uh-huh. the, the songwriter circle with Cal yeah. and Denny and, and, and Richard, that song that they did, the cover that they did of, of, um, I'm forgetting, blanking on her name. I mean, but, um, Richard had had that up on his site for uh-huh. a while. Um, uh. But he had all the buttons set to where, no. If you went on there and you liked it, 
you know, he didn't let you share it, you know, so he really? had all the buttons turned off and everything else. Oh, he had geez. to, he had to, you know, I left it on his page. He had to turn on the button so I could put it and feature it. Wow. But anyway, we learned a lot in that process yeah. and I began to see what it could become. And, and plus the fact I've got, you know, Gary has been, you know, built this studio. Right. I mean, he's, you know, Gary, he's, he's a producer for God's sakes. He's, right. he's built television stations. And so we, we, we realized that, you know, well, we can do this. We need a team for God's sakes. I mean, yeah. because both of us are, you know, yeah. getting up there in age. Well, I've missed working with him. Right. That's for sure. Well, he's great. He's a great, yeah. and, and you know, yeah. his, his role, I mean, he is the director, you know, he is behind the, the, the camera and behind the board and he is producing, you know, the, the quality that, you know, you, as you know, we take a recording like this and it's ready in a week, right. you know, to be up on the, on the podcast and it's good stuff. So, you know, but that was the whole thing. You know, I play the role of the producer. He's got the director role. We're a great team. We're producing our life's first live stream uh, this Thursday night, you know, um, and, um, and so it's just beginning to feel like, you know, through the practice and through experimentation, you know, we've got a model that we can sustain us in a world where, uh -huh. of course, we can't have more than I don't. I mean, even if we if we well, I mean, in the old world, we could easily have 25 people in this room. Yeah. In the old world, we were allowed to have 49 people in this room. Yeah. Right. I mean, given the square footage and six feet apart, I'd be lucky to get. 10 people in this room so right. if i open for a performance yeah i can have an audience we're doing river city folk you know and tom is going to have an audience um with with our first guest post-covid Haley johnson um but but you know i mean we're going to offer so we're counting on broadcasting this so tom's agreed that we are broadcasting live the, the River City folk, and we'll produce the podcast, uh -huh. you know, and, and the video for, you know, distribution, you know, but, but people have the opportunity to watch it live, either a handful in here, and then it goes into his distribution network mm -hmm. following that. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, so, you know, we experimented with a number of things, which are giving us some confidence that if I've got the right production people, you know, we can, we can, and, and Lindsay is that person, I can assure you, uh -huh. if I've got the right crew, then we can we can expand to you know the um, to the as quickly as we have the money to do it. But we're but we're focusing on producing quality. Yeah. Well, I'd like to get back to at least one video episode of this podcast a month. We're on. I'm on. Yeah. And I'm hoping yeah. we can restart with um, um, three-legged torso. Those t t the two two of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, Courtney and and, uh, and Bela. I, I've talked to them about it. Therefore, then, then we had to stop. So I just had to. We well, to we've just... got a producer now. Our house producer is we just start building the schedule. So it's just a matter of getting her on board. Yeah. And we produce the schedule and um, we build a team for each of those productions. Yeah. And, you know, we're operating this, you know, based on a on a plan that, you know, every event, the whole whether it's in the store or the, or the school or uh, in the venue is curated yeah. and every event has a budget and tom just as you and gary taught me craft services is top line <laughs> that's funny <laughs> you taught me that i had no idea what craft services meant <laughs> oh man i know i know i don't know i you just 
you know, wound me up and unplugged me. Or, I mean, <laughs> you know, pull a plug or something like that. But I'm just so happy, Tom, to see you yeah, in this yeah, way. Yeah. From a distance, buddy. Yes. You know, <laughs> this is incredible. So don't you have an album coming out? Well, no, I have an album. Oh. But I just, I just, you know, I, you know, I have been through this trough and it, it, it's, I mean, I've been kicking myself and I, I've, I, I actually finished um, three songs, one that I've been goofing around with my buddy Rod on trying to find the bridge um, for two years. And we've been playing my original lyric for two years together and we like everything about it except it doesn't have a friggin' bridge, <laughs> you know? It doesn't have the right bridge. And I tell you something. Can't you steal one from somebody else? No. I, well, I mean, I could. You know, my song, you know, the truth is uh, my song, um, uh, 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 Breakfast at Fuller's, uh-huh. I stole that from Guy Clark. <laughs> I mean, find yourself, right. James Brown, well, find yourself a James Brown song. And when he says, Maceo, take it to the bridge. There it is. There it is. Well, it was kind of like that. I mean, I woke up in the middle of the night, and the bridge sounds nothing like the rest of the song, <laughs> but it fit perfectly with what I was trying to say, that's so that's good. it. And so that inspired me. And, of course, I talked to my buddy Brent Allen, who produced my last record, uh-huh. and, um, you know, I called him a month just to, I mean, I just needed to reach out to somebody, and, boy, was he in the dumps, because he produces, you know, the Americana Project, the H classes, you know, there for the Americana Project and Sisters, you uh-huh. know, that's you know part of the sisters folk festival yeah. organization which is one of the best programs high school programs middle school programs in bend and in the world i think i mean brad tisdale and everybody that's involved with that but you know brent usually has a job once a year to produce the kids in the graduating classes songs uh-huh. you know so um a bunch of my friends have been on that for the last 10 years and of course they had to shut that down uh-huh. he couldn't produce it i mean that was just like a yeah. In the yeah, heart. Yeah, yeah. And so he's pretty much in the dumps in that particular point. I just got I mean, so it just I was just, just reflecting on that conversation. And as, and as I as my positiveness started to grow last week, I just called Brent and I said, hey, I'm ready to start recording. And by the way, I only got four songs, but these are the covers that I want to do. So I want you to start getting the rights for these covers. Uh-huh. You know, so like, you know, I think we're alone now. Really? Yeah. I'm going, I'm going bubblegum. I'm following the lead of, of Maroon 5, you know, and I'm going to do oh, Sugar. Geez. I mean, you know, I oh love God. that song, I have to admit. Oh, you've evolved. Well, and, but, but guess what? So anyway, so I got that, and so he's all in. But then, and then I've invited my grandson, who has now, you know, uh, finished his freshman year at Loyola in, in New Orleans, uh-huh. you know, with a, a scholarship to the School of Music. Yeah. He's going to be our production intern, my production intern. Yes. He's on my payroll, you know, <laughs> to produce this album. And as I just invited him today, he hasn't responded yet. He's not really good at responding to text, <laughs> you know. But anyway, he hasn't responded to it. But we're we're interns we're, get paid. Huh? When, when do inter- when, when did that start? Interns getting paid. Well, it started yesterday when I hired Nora, <laughs> my our first okay. our first management intern. Okay. Um, and she is a management intern. She's just finished her freshman year at the. Uh-huh. Berkeley College of Music, uh-huh. and um, she was the founder, uh, and she brought the youth open mic um, uh, a year and a half ago, two years ago, 
to our, the stage of Artichoke Music. It is a home here. She just initiated our virtual youth open mic, which we can't broadcast because we're protecting the privacy of youth because there's uh, the youngest person that participated in our open mic last Friday, and I was a pleasure to be uh, an invited co-host of that, is 12 years old. Wow. There's no way you all are going to get to watch that. You yeah, know, unless yeah. their parents says say yes, and you know we've got you know a, a, a protections yeah. in place. You know, when on in YouTube, you know we, we where you check the box to say this content is produced for kids. Yes. You know, we will have all appropriate privacy, and Laura and I have to go through that. But it was, it it was, the most amazing thing I've ever done. And I've worked with kids, and Nora uh -huh. knows this, and Dennis Brown knows this, who's now on our board. I've worked with kids since I was. 20, the, the, I was a, a, a sophomore in college, you know, um, through, you know, um, youth ministry programs associated with my church, you know, right through secular things. I've been the director of music for the last 10 years working for uh -huh. Dennis Brown uh -huh. and, the, and the folks at the Portland Tennis and Education Program, a best-in-class program that's uh, in part funded by the United States Tennis Association one of my other stringed instruments, a <laughs> tennis racket. Um, and um, so it was a dream come true. And you know what happened? <laughs> I could freely admit to this group that I was a Taylor Swift fan. Oh, geez. Yeah, can you believe that? I'm sorry, Tom. Should I edit that out? I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm coming out, Tom. Oh, man. I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Oh, my I've God. been a Taylor Fit Swift fan since her first album. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know, okay. Tom. Maybe we'll have I think to. Gonna, I think I'm going to go back to Catfish Blues. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I love the blues. You've taught me the blues. You had Reggie Houston in my house. She's not a blues singer. Well, I know he's not. He's she's a baritone. Not. She's not. Taylor Swift is not a blues singer. I know she's not. She's a pop star. Yeah. She's a yeah. She's a you know. I don't. She's my you know my other favorite all time hero is Dolly Parton. I've been a fan of her since well, the, since she's the Porter Wagner show. I've been a fan of Dolly for since the I love the movie Nine to Five, by the way. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. That's, no. That's different. No, it's not different. <laughs> it is I, different. I'm gonna, we're going to argue about this, <laughs> that's buddy. Different. Offline, pal. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah, the rest of this discussion is off the record, Tom. <laughs> off the record. Is that what they say in the, in the, in the journalism business? Yeah, except uh, I, I don't edit out anything. I know. Um, well, I know. <laughs> I, I got to be careful. My wife's going to listen to this. <laughs> so we're looking forward to, you know, we, we've had a really good relationship so far. And I'm hoping that it can grow. You I'm know, counting on that, Tom. Artichoke and Oregon Music News. I uh, mean, as long as you don't kick me out of bed for eating crackers, I'm in. <laughs> you can count on that. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by yeah. the way, one of my dreams um, you know that one of my missions, yes. and I, I have to admit, if anybody from you know, you know, the government is listening, I have not fully fulfilled my roles, but one of the things that I told the, 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 the world in, my, in, in our application for our nonprofit status in 2006 is that uh -huh. we are the repository of the oral history of folk music in, um, in, in the region. Yes. And that's what we do. You've been on the team. I have. I mean, so I'm counting on that growing. Uh -huh. I'm hoping that if you, that, um, that your record collection may come a part of that archive <laughs> because I don't, you, you can't take it to Goodwill or you can't take it to uh, uh, Terry Courier yeah. or you can't take it to, 
you know, trade up or anybody that's, you know, buying and selling vinyl, that's coming to Artichoke. I want to catalog that and I want it in our archives. So I'm hoping you'll consider that. What do I get for that? I think you get a big pat on the back, but I think you get, you know, I mean, you get the, the, you get the knowledge. I'll put it in the will. Well, right. You, that's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. But you get the knowledge that it will be protected and preserved as long as we can stay alive. And, and, and if, if we can't, it will, there will be a, a preservation plan. I have a large number of Jewish records. A I, friend of mine. My God. His, his, his uncle, Uncle Elke. Yeah. He, he died. And... Um, uh, and my friend got the albums, and he gave them to me. Yeah. And it's like, like this, like mint Mickey. You know who Mickey Katz was? I the name Mickey rings a bell, Katz but I couldn't tell you who like that this is. Klezmer comedian, great musician. Yeah. Who is Joel Gray's father? No shit. Yes. I'm sorry. I said and that. I've got, I've, I've, you know, the part of like the four mint condition uh, Mickey Katz records. and Wow. Steve Einhorn, I, are you listening to this? I, well, he knows about it. Yeah. One that I play every year, uh, which is called, not, not a Mickey Katz, somebody else, called Hanukkah Carols. And it includes, for instance, let's put the hook back in Hanukkah and my favorite, uh, matzo balls. I heard that. So he's the guy. You, I heard those on your Christmas show. Yes. I heard those. Yes. Those were great. Yes. I've saved that podcast, by the way. <laughs> I've saved that podcast. <laughs> I mean, I th that was brilliant. And by the way, Lindsay, I know you, she's listening to this because, you know, you're, you've been talking, you've been asking me about that soul dance party night. Yes. You know, we're on. We just got to get it on the team. Okay. You know, and it will be so. How can you dance? Well, six feet apart. Well, you can certainly <laughs> dance six feet apart, but I mean, it's kind of like watching laugh in, you right. know how they had right. all the dancers on, yes. you know, yes. I mean, so yeah. well, I think the thing is if it's, if it's a couple, well, exactly. I, I, we can know, have couples yeah. in a six foot circle. Well, no, if they're married, right. they and, can but, touch we could, but we could also do it progressively. We could stage it. You know, <laughs> everybody gets 15 minutes and we line people up. <laughs> Right. Well, if they're if they're if they're living with each other, married. Well, I think so. They can, yeah, they can dance. Well, with each and other. we have we're, we're going to have to check their IDs. We're going to have yes. to have you know some verification. <laughs> They've got to have their marriage license to enter. I mean, don't you think? I mean, I've got to. I, I mean, I can't just do that. Be out of control because they're watching me. I right? know. I know. And we're staging this so that you know. I just want to say this to all my 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 colleagues on the independent venue coalition i mean and this is the truth i am so blessed i am so lucky but the way that i am approaching this is that i am the guinea pig and by the way ah. jim brunberg his name i'm the responsible person that is the county captain for the reopening guidelines for venues wow. for the venue coalition i'm the county captain so partially i'm doing this by experience so uh -huh. they will have my experience of what we're able to do yeah. and how it will help them yeah. and so yeah. i'm all in this is not about artichoke it's not about artichoke being first or last or whatever. We are on the team. We are the scouts. Yeah. We are the people that are, you know, going to figure this out and share it with our colleagues. And so everybody is on this team. I know they're, they're going to support me. Everybody is on this team. Yeah. We're going to do this right, and we're going to make it safe, and we're going to make people feel comfortable about coming back to venues because we are taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah. And down the road... There's a vaccine coming. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. There so, is a vaccine. Yeah. But I think even in that world of vaccines, you know, 
No vaccine is secure. We've killed 100,000 people. You know, we need to keep thinking of it. We are black today. We are black today on our Facebook page, as yeah. you are. Yeah. And we just can't lose track of that. We can't go back. We need to go new because we're all washing our hands every time we leave a bathroom. Right. We're all cleaning up after each other in some way. Everybody is sensitive about people's public health. But we you know what? Do you know anybody who's worried about getting polio? No, no, I'm not. You know why? But, but there has Be, been because you know, because they, they developed a vaccine. It took a long time and then people forgot about it. Right. So. Right. That's what's going to happen. But with then this. what's happened? I mean, tuberculosis has been back. I mean, some of these things that were in that have come back in pockets. Yeah, but nobody cares about tuberculosis. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I, I care about people being healthy. You know, I, I, I want people to live healthy. By the way, part of our reopening plan is every employee has sick leave, uh -huh. PTO. Every employee has full medical benefits. Good. So. That's great. And, and, and <laughs> you know, basically we will count on volunteers, but we are putting our volunteers in a position to be, feel safe and secure. We have a job for our volunteers. But we are, but we, we are, our, our frontline employees are there to protect the public and our volunteers and our guests and everybody who enters this place. All right. Okay. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> I've had enough. My God. Thank you very much, Bob. You made my day. Congratulations. Tom. Thank you so you much. Know, uh, I can't wait till, till, till the place is fully open. And, uh, you know, good for you. Thank you. And by the way, y'all, we're holding a virtual town hall. We're explaining this to our community and stakeholders. Um, it is, if you got our newsletter or if you have any questions, it, the, the link to the sign up, you got to sign up in advance. The link to the sign up was in this week's newsletter. And if you need a, a link to the sign up, please email me at rth at artichokemusic.com. Dot o -R -G. And, and it'll be on this page. Okay, thank you so much. All right. The link to the sign up. Okay. <laughs>